Okay, welcome back everyone. This is Cool Clubs Podcast here in Scottsdale, Arizona. Today, this is a bit special. We've got Anna Nordquist, LPGA tour player, but more than that, you are a proven tour winner and a three-time major champion. So congratulations, first off. Thanks for having me. Thanks for coming out. Um, Obviously, we're a technology company. We're a club fitting company. And I really want to hone in on that. If we, if we come across anything else on our way, let's do it. But yeah, let's talk equipment. Let's talk about equipment on tour, your experience with equipment, anything that you can do in, in terms of that golf club space. Um, and let's start off with, you know, you're, you're on contract with Swag right now. Yes. And they just handle, you know, some bag apparel putter. Yeah. So uh, Swag is uh, originally a putter company. They're based out of Chicago. Um, I met the owner. Uh, Nick um, in uh, Scottsdale a couple of years ago um, and um, he showed me some of his putters so I asked if he could send me one because um, at the time I'd, I'd always change putter every three, four, five months because I never really felt like I could find a putter that I liked the feel of. I feel like a lot of them kind of feel like you were, they were coming off a little bit soft, uh, almost like a little bit of a marshmallow. Um, as yeah. I was referring it to. So um, you just never really felt like I found a putter that had that really solid, I could feel the ball off the face. Um, and I think that's why I fell in love with. So um, even before um, they they put me on the team, I, I played a putter. I think this was in 2019 or 2020. Um, so I played a putter uh, and I loved it. And I only recently changed putter, and I basically changed from their their style handsome to to a mallet. Okay, um, and you've got the mallet here, so yes. I mean, let's show everyone. You can see yourself on the camera there, so the, yeah. you know, deal with the the, the view you, you like. But what what inspired you to go from a, a blade style to a mallet style? Yeah, so I didn't putt the best last year. Uh, I felt like my game was really close, uh, and sometimes I feel like maybe just switching up a little bit, a little different look. Uh, but this one, yeah, it's a it's a mallet. It's a very clean one. Uh, it's called the boss. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah. So I had the other putter for for good. I think three years. Okay. Uh, and then this one uh, now I've been in the bag for a month. And I just picked it up just to kind of play around this off season. You play a few charity events and stuff like that. So, uh, but I really liked the way it was coming off and the way it was looking. So I think it was for me. It was just a little bit of change of, um, you know. The look. Um, there wasn't any marked like, um, okay, I'm missing to the right. I want to add a bit more, you know, shape, no, size. I, f- I feel like it was really close um, to make a lot of putts, but I didn't make it. So I think sometimes, you know, you can just change by uh, giving yourself a little bit, of, maybe a little bit different confidence or just a little bit of a different look. But yeah. I think what swags, what I've been really impressed with is just the way, the feel of the putter. Um, obviously, they've gone into some really cool like merchandise and you know all the head covers the putter head covers and all this special stuff but originally like it is a putter company and i think um i think a lot of people haven't tried their putter um, but i strongly encourage them to do um because i feel like uh you know they're they're really onto something and i've been really pleased with the the results but also you know the feel feel off of it and I just put this one in play I had a tournament what two weeks ago now um and I felt like my distance control was really well because I was able to you know just get, get a really good feel of this one so this one's staying is that what you get when you when you talk about that soft marshmallow feeling do you leave it short more than anything else or do you kind of inconsistent with the distance 
Yeah, I mean, for me, it's always been about like feeling the ball off the face a little bit. And I think when it comes to soft, um, a lot of putters that have an insert uh, or a different pattern on the face, I feel like it's just a little bit of a different feeling when the ball comes off. Some people might love that. Yeah. yeah. I feel like I um, don't have that really fine touch when that happens. Yeah. Um, I know a lot of people talk about on fast greens you want this or on slow greens you would want a certain but I feel like if I have a good good control knowing what the ball does off the face um, then I know my putting is going to be in a really good spot. And I can see that's kind of like a really fine mill on the face if any. I, I... Yeah this one yeah I mean this one is really solid I feel yeah. like um, I have you know I think that's why I kept changing around a little bit because it maybe wasn't ultimately the feeling that I was looking for. Um, and tried a lot of putters in my career. Um, but I think the swag is, you know, it. there was something about it, you know, the way the ball comes off that I love. Is, is that one of the more changed pieces of equipment in your bag? Or do you, you know, you chop around with everything? Well, the last couple of years, um, I mean, I've had the swag putter, but then everything else in the bag, I've been fortunate to be able to kind of pick and choose whatever I like the best um, and uh, it turned out I played Tyler's Irons as a junior growing up I had the 981 strong lofted ones and I love those clubs um, so you know your equipment this is good yeah <laughs> <laughs> I uh, well actually recently went to I think it was last year me and my husband went to that second um, second swing or you know, where this, they have a lot of golf clubs. So yep. I went in there. It was kind of fun because <laughs> I was trying to find as many different golf clubs as I've played in my career. Um, so it was really cool. I actually ended up finding the set. Yep. Um, and, I mean, they looked amazing. It felt amazing to me as a junior. And obviously now, you know, seeing some other stuff through the years, they looked a little bit different. But I feel like those were... Those were my winners. So were you trying to piece that set back together to try and play them again, or were you just trying to find something no, like No, I, I just wanted to see what they were like. Um, but, yeah, so I currently have, I think that's the last couple of years I've had Tyler's irons in my bag. Um, I think there's something about it that I obviously loved as a junior and I still love. So I've been playing those. Um, I have some Tyler's woods, um, a three-wood and a driver and Tyler's wedges, and then I still have my PXG hybrids, okay. uh, the Generation 1. Uh, no one's touching those. You won, uh, you won a major with those? Uh, yes, I've had those since, I believe it was end of 2017. Um, so those are just two clubs. Like I love the flight of them. Uh, I have a 22 degree. It's basically like a 4-iron instead okay. of a 4-iron. And uh, a 19 degree. Um, and I know where they're going. I know the flights. Uh, so they've been really good to me. And, um, yeah, they're not going anywhere. So So that means the first iron in your bag is a five? Or do you play the four as well? Uh, I used to always play a four. But ever since I got this PXG 22 degree, um, I got rid of the four iron. Okay. You just feel like that's easier to flight and manipulate? Or why, why do you put the hybrids in that position? I mean, I've always... I've always had long irons in my bag and never really struggled hitting them. But I think, you know, a 22 degree is a lot easier to hit than a four iron. And I think especially the launch, um, my 22 degree goes about 188. Okay. Um, and it's just very reliable out of the rough. 
Um, you can stop it on it, the green a bit easier. Yeah, into the wind. And I think definitely, you know, having a little bit of higher launch uh, was one of the goals when I tried it out and trying to replace my four iron. But yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm getting older and why make it harder than it should be? Right. And what, what happens when you play in those windy conditions? Like I know, especially at your level of the game, you, you know, you can't pick and choose your days, right? You're out there in the weather. So I think a lot of people get frightened of the ball going high in that in that four iron or four hybrid section. Yeah, I mean, I felt like I was trying to do something different last year at the British Open, which looking back at it was probably not my best move by taking out the 22 degree and putting uh, a four iron in play, uh, but a little bit bigger, more forgiving model. And I just had no clue where it was going. Uh, so it probably wasn't the best choice. But when I hit my 22 degree, um, I don't have a lot of curve in my ball, but also it comes out pretty well. So uh, even if it goes a little bit higher, it doesn't get really affected by the wind. Yeah. Um, and I can play for that. I'll, I'll know how much the wind is. Um, so I felt like, you know, I'd rather be able to control and know what the club's going to do than maybe, you know, play around with a, a four iron. Because it's only, I mean... You're looking at maybe the Scottish Open and the British Open every year. Like, there's not that many tournaments uh, where you like really want to mix it up. Yeah, and and leading up to that, like, how far in advance were you thinking? Okay, I might do something different here. Well, I have. I've always had, even though I've been carrying a, a 22 degree now since um, 2017. Um, but I've always kept a four iron even though, I mean, it's sitting in my closet or in my garage most of the times. I didn't even bring it out. Sometimes I'll I'll hit it a little bit, maybe a couple of weeks, a couple of months leading up to an event where I might put it in. But I think the 22 degrees is one of my best clubs in my bag. So for me, it just hasn't been really um, been a reason why, why to change it. But, you know, if I change an iron set, I always order through, through a four iron. So I have that option if I want to put it in awesome uh just touching on a little bit more of the bag layout what do you do with your wedges then you play pitching wedge and then do you play like three bladed wedges or you play a gap wedge within the set how do you lay that out yeah so um yeah so pitching wedge through five iron is the same same shaft um and i've always i've always carried three wedges and it happens to be 58 54 and 50 because that's always helped my gapping from my pitching wedge um and I've always kept it that way. Uh, a few times in my career, I got a like a gap wedge part of the set. Yeah. Um, I don't usually use my gap wedge a ton, like around the greens and stuff. Um, so I felt it was more like a distance thing. And I always felt like maybe a 50 degree, I think mine's currently bent to maybe a 49, uh, just because it works well with the gapping. But I always felt like my 50 or 49 degree wouldn't go as far as maybe a gap wedge. Yeah. Um, and uh, spin has never really been an issue for me on those wedges, but it's just more like a distance. So um, I've had a gap wedge, but I currently have like a, a 49 degree in my bag. Okay. And then when you get into those 54, 58, um, do you mess around with the grinds throughout the year or do you kind of, this is the, the wedges I play and they stay for, for the season? Um, no, usually I have the same um when i switched to tyler's wedges uh i think it was back in 2020 maybe um i worked with my short game code like uh, parker mclaughlin um a lot of with bounces we tried a few different ones see what i liked um and what was like kind of helping me and ever since i've stayed in the same grinds and 
And there again, I mean, some people like to have an option to put in another grind, but again, it's it's one or two weeks you're talking about, and I'd rather have a wedge that I know what it's gonna do. Right. And yeah, you might not benefit on on certain shots with uh, a little bit more bounce, but I like to keep it simple. So um, these wedges, I'm still in the SM eights. Uh, I tried the nines last year, but if I like something and it's not much big of a difference, I didn't really see it. A reason to reason to change so um yeah i like to keep it keep it simple and and play in, in the things i have unless there's something that's just feels a lot better so lots more lots of comfortability about the bag but you know you know what you've got and you just you know what you're going to do with it and that's what stays unless there's a massive improvement you're not going to move around yeah exactly i mean last year um the uh, the shafts i had a recall shaft in my irons um I worked with actually Chris Ferguson uh, at Cool Clubs um, in um, let's see, it was in in twenty twenty one about finding a, an iron shaft that felt good. Uh, so I think we tried about twenty different ones. Sounds like uh, Fergie. <laughs> yeah, and I settled on the recoils. Uh, they were good. I mean, I won the AIG Women's Open with them, so they they were great. Uh, but in the spring last 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 year, twenty twenty two. Um, I felt like I struggled a little bit with the distance, but also in the wind, I feel like they were climbing a bit, so they didn't really fully feel like I knew, knew what was happening. I couldn't really control them in wind, and wind's always been kind of a, a strong part for me. Um, so then um, we changed shafts to back to an, a 950, I think a Nippon shaft, yep. uh, but stiff, and I never play those. Um, but Matt Rollins from Tyler's helped me. And then I also changed to the Pro V1 golf ball uh, from the Pro V1 X uh, just to help with the flight. But I noticed last year they were like a little bit heavier, a little harder to hit um, throughout the season. And I was kind of exhausted too after the summer. So um, towards the end of the year, I started looking for maybe a little bit easier shaft to constantly hit, especially maybe when I am a little bit more tired. Um, so I, I went to Tylist in, in Carlsbad and spent some time there. Um, had the 850S turn out to be the, the best ones and also go a little bit light in the wedges because I had a 105 okay. um, wedge shaft last year. So kind of been messing around with that a little bit. Uh, but during the first event, I really struggled <laughs> with my irons, and that's usually pretty uncommon. It was a little bit of swing, but also um, the 850s, they were kind of like coming out a little bit right. So um been messing around a little bit lately, and I just got a new uh, KBS shaft. You got PGIs? Uh, the PGIs, yeah. Um, again, that's, you know, I hit them, and I said... Um, I said to the tour rep, TK, I said, ah, these are pretty good because that day, the first day I put them in, I think I hit five or six approach shots within three feet. So That helps. Uh, yeah, so that was <laughs> last week. So that's kind of where I'm at uh, right now. Um, well, that, that that PGI shaft is, I think it's in like over 40 players on, on tour. Yeah, I know a lot of girls have liked it. I started testing it a little bit last year towards the end. Um, I tried the other one. I'd ordered a set from... Uh, from Tyler's, so they built me one. Um, so I was kind of comparing that one to the to the 850s, and um, I gave KBS um, some feedback on it. I said, hey, you know, I, I really didn't feel like this was good for me, but he said, well, 
no wonder because they build you this, the wrong shaft. So they had sent me the TGI instead of the. Oh right, the PGI is the PGI. newer version. Yeah. Yeah. So um, so I got those reshafted and uh, those are currently in my bag. So. Yeah, I feel like it's a little bit never-ending, like trying to find a feel, but so far I've been really liking them and um, yeah, I like my most of the stuff in my bag, so there's just no reason to tweak unless um, you know I'm looking for something special. I just want to dive into the numbers a little bit because I think, you know, you know we know the, the general golfing population is, you know, white males are like 50-something years old, so they all kind of swing it in this 95-mile-an-hour driver bracket. Where's your driver speed at? Uh, my driver speed is probably around 95 right now in tournaments, 96 when I'm at my best, maybe 97, 98. I never had any fast twitch muscle, so I've always been kind of slow. Uh, it's something I've, through my career, I had to work really hard at. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm a slow player, unfortunately. But you're a three-time major winner, so speed isn't everything. Yeah, I must have done something right, I guess. (laughs) Right. But that's a good information. You know, like most people trying to watching Rory McIlroy out there swinging at 120 miles an hour with a driver, they should be watching you swing the driver. You are more like the average golfer out there in terms of speed. What's your driver shaft that you're playing right now? Um, you know, that's a good question. I've stumped you. It's in the bag behind you. We, we, we can, do you want to get it? Let's just see. Yeah, let's take a little break for one second here. If we, can, if we can grab it. Okay, it's a Ventus. A Ventus. A Fuji Ventus 5S. So it's a 50 gram golf shaft. It's a stiff flex. Um, and you did some testing to, to get into that? Uh, yeah, so it was funny. I, um... So in obviously in 2021, I won, won my third major. Um, but prior to that, I had a struggle a little bit with the driver, driver shaft. I had a driver, like my miss was 15 yards left. Okay. Um, and we played around a little bit with shafts. Uh, so actually Tuesday of the AIG Women's Open, I went to Aventus Red. I think it had a hazardous shaft or something like that. Yeah. And it just wasn't anything that I felt like was right for me. Uh, so I actually changed driver the week of AIG Women's Open. Um, it went a lot higher and it took out the left miss. Um, so I put it in play and obviously it was great in the week, but you know, you're coming, you're coming down, you have a little bit of extra adrenaline uh, and my miss been 20 yards left. And all of a sudden this shaft kind of kicking, I think it's a little bit right biased. So all of a sudden, my miss was like 10 yards right, 15 yards right. So that got me a little bit of in trouble on the Sunday of AIG Women's Open because I was really pumped up. And uh, a lot of times, you know, it takes a while to learn a club and kind of know your misses and know just know how it reacts. Maybe if you get a little quick or... So all of a sudden, I went from a 15, 20-yard, like, miss left... Um, to a high right one or a 10 yards or 15 yards right. So it got me in trouble in a few holes um, just because it was a new club and I've been used to the left one. So, you know, maybe the same swing would have gone a little bit left and now I went right. So um, it's just it's funny how they work. But after that, I think I went into this this blue Ventus uh, yeah. knowing that it wasn't as, as right biased and I've been playing it ever since. Yeah. So that was the hazardous red that was going. Uh, no, it was the Ventus red. 
Uh, oh, sorry, yeah. Ven Venice Red. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And then the blues just softened it up a little bit for yes, you. Feel like exactly. You See, I mean, I just want to get across the point here to, to the average golfer that's out there. You know, you're one of the best players out there and the golf club is not letting you hit the shot you want, you know, in that first instance where you've got that left. You know, you yeah. people say, oh, you know, best golfers in the world, they can manipulate their swing to do it. Well, you don't really want to, right? You're, not, yeah. you're trying to swing your swing and, and let the golf club do the work. So helping people understand, like, marrying that equipment into your game. Yeah, I mean, I think it's, it's probably more important than a lot of people think about. Um, but also, I mean, I might like one feel I never liked uh, when, I, when, like, an iron shaft or something's been kicking a lot in the bottom. Uh, but the way they build a lot of those uh, lighter shafts is with a kick in the bottom. Yeah. So that's why I sometimes struggle finding a, a lighter shaft that I felt good about because I didn't like the kick in the bottom. Yeah. So I feel like it's, you know, what I like and what someone else might like is going to be total difference, and I think that's why it's, it's worth spending some time. And, you know, sometimes it's it could be a little frustrating in process and knowing, I mean, it doesn't maybe kick the way you want it to, uh, but then when you do find that right fit, you know, there's just nothing better and it, it's, it's worth all the uh, effort to get there. On the golf course at that point, you just, you're not, your brain is not on the equipment. You're just making the swings, you're seeing the shots, right? Yeah, and I think that's too, you know, you don't want to just constantly change stuff because it takes a while to learn a driver. Um, I put in the um, TSR 3. Um, for the last two events last year and um, in Japan was my first week I'd just got in the club and already on the range I'm like this is going right just the way the club had like my normal swing like it just leaks a little bit right um, it's not a miss that I'm, I'm used to um, so obviously I have to kind of adjust putting in all the draw settings over the phone and stuff like that but I felt like it was still worth trying uh, but those fairways were really narrow and a lot of them on tilt, so um, it just took me a while. I mean, that week was kind of a little bit of a, a learning curve, and then I went on to the, the the tour championship the following week in Naples, and I hit the drive really well, and it, it definitely was um, a big uh, reason why I finished third that week because uh, I hit it really well. But, again, it took a little bit of a learning curve, so I probably, you know, gave up some, some in Japan, but I gained it back once I knew what was happening. Yeah. Well, it's kind of set up for your season now. You've got all, like, the latest equipment in the bag. You've done your shaft testing. Hopefully, TK and the guys at KBS can can finalise that spec in the irons for you. And I think you're on the right track there, just knowing, you know, TK works pretty closely with us. But those those PGIs are doing really yeah. good. A much smooth feel, but a kind of a, a really stable golf shaft. So. Yeah, I mean, it's the same thing, you know. Like, um, I came in with my, my irons and... And, and Crystal here, it was like, oh, these irons are shorter. All of a sudden, like, the company started sending me, me shorter irons than I'm, I'm used to. Um, just stuff like that, you know. I always check my clubs yeah. once they come from a manufacturer because they rarely are on yeah. point, unfortunately. I, I just want to jump in, like, a really quick story there. And this is, I think people... Uh, don't really understand how in tune these you guys are with your golf equipment and you brought in a couple of grips you know a couple of weeks back now and you said oh, these feel a little smaller so i get out i'm measuring calipers and i measure them and you're right like these two two grips in your bag are a hair smaller and basically they they'd used uh, the same grip but just a slightly different core size on every other club in your bag and you pick up your wedges and you can feel it 
99% of golfers would not feel that. So you are really, really in tune <laughs> with your gear. It's kind of crazy. Yeah, I mean, I've done this for a while and I feel like um, I always had to be pretty responsible or, or just felt like I needed to know my stuff um, because there are just is small things happening, you know, come in the wrong lies, lie angles or they, you know, came in a little bit shorter than normal or like the grip size is different. I mean, I've always been a 58 round, but all of a sudden like a 58 round feels weird because then they... I, mean, I think, you, I think you, had, 60. you had 60s all the way on the rest of the bag and then 58s in there and it was like it just feels off right yeah so it's just small things like that you know you can it's like you try some clubs and you can instantly maybe in a swing or two feel like okay this is this is potential or this is not for me yeah great well thank you so much for coming out um i hope that helps someone out there with their golf equipment just understanding what you go through and and the level of your game that the detail you go to and if you believe in it, I think everyone should believe in club fit and, and great, great work with swag. Maybe we should get swag in and look at their putters. It sounds like great equipment. So yeah. shout out to those guys. Um, and hopefully we see you again. Yeah. Thanks for having me. Thanks a lot, Anna. Cheers. Mm -hmm.